0: Hello and welcome to the Training with Tucker podcast. My name is Tucker Gross. I'm an endurance athlete and coach, and I started this podcast to put out short weekly episodes on a variety of different training topics to help athletes out there improve and have a deeper understanding of how to train. This is episode number 19, and in this one, I chat once again with my coach, Ryan Miller. Ryan lives in Texas and is a pro athlete for Nike Trail. Ryan ran collegiately at Texas A&M, where he was part of three national championship teams. He's a two fourteen marathoner who qualified and ran in the Olympic marathon trials back in 2020. And more recently, Ryan exploded into the Ultra Trail universe by winning the Bandera 100K in January 2021, which earned him a golden ticket entry into the Western States 100, which is on June 26th. We recorded this a couple weeks ago, right now it is June 16th, so he is 10 days out from starting his first 100 miler. And in this episode, I chat with Ryan all about his training and his goals for Western. I also give my predictions for the podium on both the men's and the women's side of the field, so make sure you stick around until the end of the episode for that. The field at Western this year is incredibly deep across the board. Returning champs from 2019, Jim Walmsley and Claire Gallagher are favorites for sure, but there are a ton of other highly talented and speedy runners that have either focused more on shorter ultra trail races previously like Hayden Hawks or some who have spent time abroad competing like Tim Tollefson who are also going to give it a go at Western this year. There are previous winners in the field too in Magda Boulay and Casey Lichtig, as well as a ton of others who have had multiple top 10 finishes at Western. It will be an absolute slugfest amongst the top 10 to 20 runners this year. And as always, everyone who makes it across the finish line at Placer High School track, under 30 hours will have accomplished something so few people can say they have done. Earn a belt buckle at Western States 100. But that is enough from me. So here is my chat with Ryan Miller. All right. Ryan, thank you so much for joining me again. We had a great conversation talking all about my training, and now I get to return the favor and put you on the spot with your training. But first off, how are you doing how are you feeling as you are now about a month out from western states
1: man tucker thanks for having me on and uh yeah i'm super excited to chat with you about western states uh it's been a dream of mine since like i'm an avid reader of running books and like running content and media out there and i had watched so many youtube videos read books and blogs and stories about Western states probably the last decade. And I, it was definitely a goal of mine to eventually make it there. Um, I didn't expect it to happen this quickly though. So it feels pretty surreal to be preparing for my first go at it. And I certainly hope it's not not my last. Uh, but as far as how I'm doing right now, uh, I'm doing pretty good. Health status is on the up and up. So I've been dealing with um, some IT band tendonitis in my right knee, and then a meniscus flare up also in the right knee over the last like three months. And uh, been hitting physical therapy really hard for it, um, going to all of the soft tissue specialists um, and chiropractors to make sure my body is aligned and moving properly. And it finally abated uh, like in early April. So I've been getting some consistent training since then, and I'm feeling better and better each week. Um, Taking off, you know, three months from consistent, I I was running, not consistently, not putting in hard long runs or workouts or anything. So it's taken a while to adjust back to that, but I feel my body just kind of like taking a step up each and every week. And I'm actually heading out to California over Memorial Day weekend to run the Western States course. So I'll hit the last 70 miles of it over a three-day period. I'm excited to see that. So that's,
0: that's what's going on with me as far as running right now. That's great. Well, I'm glad you're going to get some time on the course. That's really, really helpful. And most importantly, really glad to hear, hear that you are fully healthy because that is really what matters the most on the start line, right? Is just being fully healthy.
1: You know, being fully healthy and also like energized, right? You don't want to be burnt to a crisp when you get to the starting line. And there's a lot of people, uh, specifically, on the elite side and the professional side of the game where they put in a six month block leading up to Western States and they're, you know, going to training camps in like Europe or the Rockies um, and putting in, you know, 20, 25,000, 30,000 feet of vert. And you see that work for some people and they hit it big, i.e. like Jim Walmsley the last few years um, and a few others. And then you also see other people who just get there and they've left everything they had in training. And they're not quite ready to go on the day. So that's probably one of the things I'm hoping to bank on is that like, hey, I'm going to be somewhat fresh uh, coming off this injury and putting in a more condensed training block leading up to Western.
0: Yeah, 100%. So to back up a little bit, you, and I mentioned this in the, the intro, but you have an impressive resume in you know the track world, the road world. You're a two-time Olympic trials qualifier. Um, you recently moved up to the ultra distance, right? You, Your first time going over a marathon was at the Bandera 100K, which not a big deal. You won. And that was what earned you this golden ticket into Western States. But I want to back up and just ask you, what was it like to go from the marathon distance to the hundred K distance, because that is a pretty big jump. A lot of people will dip their toe in the water in in the ultra world by going from a marathon to a 50 K, which is a pretty small step. Um, but you stepped over the 50 K, the 50 mile went right to that hundred K distance. What was that like for you?
1: Yeah, well, I want to start out by saying, I always like to shoot big. So since I graduated from Texas A&M University in 2015, where I ran track and field and cross country there, um, I always on the roads try to go out and like set a PR, qualify for the trials, whatever that big dream goal is. I try to set myself up for success and give myself a shot at that. Right. Um, For me, I, I've just never wanted to, You know, run a race just to get experience or do something that I feel like wasn't going to help give me a shot at some dream or goal I had. And just like we talked about earlier, I've always wanted to run Western states. So I knew getting into the ultra scene, like, hey, you know, I could run 50K, a 50 miler, you know, maybe focus on that for a little bit or at least start there. But with how close would that get me to qualifying for Western states? And like, it would probably be good experience, but. I wouldn't get a qualifier for Western States or a golden ticket, which is what I ended up getting from winning the Bandera 100K. So that was really the purpose of signing up for Bandera and giving myself a shot at it. Um, I will say that I didn't, I had Bandera 100K in my mind for 11 months before I actually stepped to the starting line. So I ran the 2020 United States Olympic marathon trials in February of 2020. The pandemic hit like the week after that. Everything shut down. I was actually going to run Grandma's Marathon and take a shot at 211, 12 there, but ended up being canceled. And I really had to reevaluate, just like all of us did at that point. Like, what is motivating me right now? What do I want to do? I had my firstborn son on the way uh, coming in July. So I knew there, knew there would be some bigger life changes with that. So I ended up aligning myself with, like, hey, Um, If I'm ever going to give the Mountain Ultra Trail scene a shot, uh, now's probably the time to do it. I'm still in my physical prime. I'm about to turn 30. Um, I'd like to see what I can do against some of the best in the world at those distances. So I actually, I started working with a new coach myself last spring, David Roche, who's one of the most um, esteemed coaches in the Mountain Ultra Trail world in general, and at my sights on Bandera, like literally ten months in advance of the race actually happening. Um, I didn't race. I didn't race again for nine months until the Moab Trail Marathon. That was my first ever trail race, um, and I had, I had a horrible experience there. <laughs> like, if for anyone that's been to Moab, it's like a lot of there's a lot of slick rock. Uh, that's where Arches was right right there, so you know all about it. The trail can be pretty tough, and the Moab Trail Marathon it didn't it didn't follow like a trail uh there was like some more like almost like obstacle course racing elements to it climbing ladders hopping down rock ledges that really threw me for a loop um, that i was not prepared for but i finished i pushed hard all the way through um, and it gave me a good taste of what it meant to like be gritty and fight you know even if it wasn't the result i was looking for um, and then two months later was bandera and uh again didn't do it on a whim built up for 10 months leading up to that moment. Um, and it paid off. I, I live right next to the Bandera course. I was able to train on it nearly every single weekend. So that helped a lot. Um, and my preparation was specifically to perform well at hundred K. And that's what I've talked to you about two before Tucker is that we want to train for the specific demands of whatever event we're working towards. Right. Uh, sure like you can probably run okay in the marathon off of like 10k training or half marathon training or you can run you can still complete a 100 miler off of getting ready for a 50 miler but is it ideal no are you gonna get the best out of yourself probably not and i was able to gear myself up for the 100k so i think that answers your question uh it was pretty surreal when i was actually out there when i passed the the marathon mark I looked at my GPS watch and I was like, all right, we're going into the unknown now. Uh, I still felt really good at that point, surprisingly, but just like we talked about in the previous episode about your build to Mace's uh, hideout, I was working on the nutrition side. I had the effort dialed in. I was controlling what I could control in the build-up and on race day. Um, and it was, I mean, it was a dream come true debut at a hundred kilometers.
0: Yeah well it was awesome to just watch i mean it it, the ultra scene still doesn't have the coverage of the major marathons that's for sure but my uh my ability to follow you was was limited to some updates on your social media account uh thanks to your crew and uh there were some some tweets going out as well and so it was interesting seeing some of the tweets from the race director i believe posting some updates along the way and it seemed like you know people were aware of you but there were some other more established ultra runners in the field that people were maybe expecting to do well and it was like oh my gosh ryan miller just comes (laughs) out and crushes this course and wins it and it was cool to follow along so congrats on that i'm really excited to see how you do at the 100 mile distance against an incredible field i mean possibly if not the deepest field ever it's got to be in the top three in terms of deepest fields at, at Western States, which many would consider to be the, I don't know, North American hundred mile championships. Um, it's probably one of the top two or three ultras in the world. So very competitive field. Um, really excited to see how that all goes for you. And I'm sure it's going to be a fantastic experience, but you already mentioned some things about your training, um, how you've had some injury issues and, um, you know, you've had some, some challenges there, but overall, how has your training been since Bandera, uh, as you've built up for, for Western specifically,
1: you know, it's been pretty good actually. Uh, once I got over, uh, the injury bug at the right knee, so I've been able to implement all of the elements that I need to be successful at Western, except for one, uh, because of my knee and not wanting to reaggravate it, I've stayed off the technical descent, uh, which here in Texas, there's not a ton of them, but I can definitely hit some routes where I hit like multiple two to 300 foot uh, steep downhill sections that really prepare, you know, the quads and the eccentric loading that you'll face on race day. So I've wanted to just minimize the injury risk by staying off of those. Um, But that preparation is definitely needed to be successful in a race like Mesa's hideout where there's 22,000 feet of uh, uh, incline and descent. And just, you know, Western States is the same way. I think it has 18,000 feet of climbing and like 21 or 22,000 feet of descent. So, Now that I've been healthy for over a month, I am re-implementing some strategic downhill running to prepare my body for what's to come. In addition to the strength training component, because that's uh, a big aspect of getting your body ready to handle uh, the muscular fatigue that you'll face out there.
0: Yeah, definitely. And so as I mentioned, it's an incredibly deep field at, at Western. Um, do you have any goals that you've set? Um, and you can share as much or as little as you want, if you want to, uh, you know, keep it, keep it a secret and, uh, just go for it on race day, feel free. But, uh, whatever you're willing to share in terms of your personal goals for, for Western States and your first, first chance to, uh, show what you've got at a hundred mile distance. Definitely not a secret.
1: Uh, I actually, so I signed a, uh, a contract to run for Nike, um, in March. So I started representing Nike trail, uh, this spring. And I'm really excited to like, finally have, you know, the Nike swoosh on the singlet come, come Western States. And when I was talking with Nike and some other potential sponsors, um, for the, you know, the upcoming racing season, I put on my running resume, what my goals were. And like, I, I said it out loud to them, Right. Uh, I haven't shared that publicly, I guess, until now. But I really want to podium at Western States this year, which means top three. Uh, Obviously, the field is amazing, right? I mean, off the top of my head, um, Jim Walmsley, obviously the king of Western States the last few years. Jared Hazen, who broke the course record uh, as well in 2019 when it was last run. Hayden Hawks is lining up uh, for the first time at 100 miles at Western States uh matt daniels i think like eight of the top 10 finishers last time all these great runners who also nab golden tickets just like i did uh at the uh you know bandera 100k black canyon 100k canyons 100k so it's going to be a monumental task to finish top three but i think i have the chops as far as my uh credentials i, I say credentials but like talent level at the shorter distances that has been shown to translate to the 100 mile distance if you're able to have the right strategy going in right i mean jim Olmsey, sub 14 minute 5k guy one and three half marathoner and those are some of the exact same times that i've run in those distances same as like matt daniels um and some of the other folks in the field that were collegiate runners or ran on the roads for a little bit just like i did there's a few guys in there too who are tried and true. Like they've never run a half marathon in their lives, but they were some of the best in the world <laughs> at the yep. ultra stuff. So not to sneeze at them at all. They're probably capable of like killing it on the roads too. They just never chose to. Um, but would love to be on the podium. I think that's a stretch. That's like almost like my stretch goal. Top ten is, it would be fantastic too. Get a ticket back to come come back in two thousand twenty-two. Uh, take another shot at it because I definitely don't want this to be my only experience in Western states. And then, probably the last goal, just like we talked about for Mesa's Hideout, is finish. It's a hundred miles. You know, I my longest run ever is a hundred kilometers, and my second longest run ever is a marathon. So I think finishing is still going to be a fantastic day. You know, whether I cross the finish line first and set a course record, or I'm walking it in. You know, twenty-seven hours after it starts. Um, I'm going to give my coach, my family, my friends that are there hugs and just thank them for their support along the way. And know that just because if this year doesn't go the way I want it to, or even if it does, I'm going to come back in future years, learn the lessons, apply them to my training and my racing and be even better in the future. Because I want to win the race someday, too. I that's going to be really, really tough this year, just given the field and my lack of experience, but it's something I want to accomplish at some point.
0: Definitely. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure, uh, you and, and many others would, would love to uh, have a cougar on their, their, uh, mantle at home, but you are certainly, certainly capable. And I'm really excited to, to see how it goes. It is going to be, an incredible day for you for for everybody involved i hope it's good weather because that obviously plays a a huge part in in any hundred but especially at western where it can be quite hot in the especially in the canyons um so i'm really hoping for you guys get some good weather and it's a it's a good day for you and i'm excited to see how it goes oh thanks tucker i appreciate it man and you know what honestly I don't really care if there's good weather or not.
1: I live in Texas, so I probably have a little bit of an advantage if there's more heat out there because that's why I train in heat and humidity all the time, especially I'm training through May and June for this That's the beginning of summer. So my run today, it was like 82 degrees and 95% humidity. So I think I'll be ready even if the conditions aren't super ideal out there.
0: Yeah, you're you're like Des Linden in the Boston Marathon, like bring on the bad weather because that might actually help you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for taking the time to to join me today, Ryan. Um lastly before we we sign off, is there any way for people to follow along not only with your um, you know, with your your Western States 100 coming up, but also just your training in general?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you want to see the day-to-day uh training Strava is the place to go. So, uh, you should be able to search Ryan Miller on there. I have a, a pro badge. So it looks a little bit different, uh, than a normal, like, uh, I think it's like Strava summit badge or something like that. So if you just look up Ryan Miller. I should be one of the first ones to pop up there and you can see my day-to-day training, what I'm doing here in Texas to prepare. But then on Instagram too, at Ryan Miller 34, is a good place to follow me. And I post updates and stories on how training's going and, you know, just, share random things in there. But as far as like actual updates on race day, I'm pretty sure Western States is going to put together some kind of live coverage. At least that's why I've heard it is in the works. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, and if anything, my crew will be handling my social media. So on Instagram, they'll put out updates over the course of the race uh, for anyone that wants to follow along.
0: Yeah, that definitely, is a good follow. I followed along on race day at Bandera 100K and your crew did a phenomenal job of posting some updates along the way. So, um, I will be sure to share that information in the show notes and then also, um, yeah, I'll, I'll be sure to share the, the link if Western is able to get that information out on how to follow along live. So, thanks again so much for joining me, Ryan. Best of luck at Western States and, in your last month of, of training here and your buildup. And I'm excited to see how it goes. Uh, thanks, Doctor. You're awesome, man. There it is. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. Thank you so much for listening. As promised, here's my prediction for Western states. My top three in order on the women's side are Casey Lichtig, Brittany Peterson, and Claire Gallagher. For the men, I have to go with the returning champ, Jim Walmsley, although I think Jared Hazen will give him a good run for his money again, although I think Jared will once again come in second. And I'm going to take my man, Ryan Miller, for third place. Make sure that you hit subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode, and I look forward to bringing you more information to help you become the best version of yourself.